0: The bandwidth for this episode of the AR-15 Podcast is sponsored by the Firearms Radio Network. Firearmsradio.tv
1: Welcome to episode number 119 of the AR-15 Podcast, I'm your host, Reed Snyder, and tonight I'm going to be flying solo. Uh, this is the podcast about your favorite black rifle. It shows for you whether you're building your first AR or you've been building ARs for years. There is something we can all do to take our black rifle to the next level. So before we get started with our main topic, I wanted to go ahead and let you know that it's always important to remember those that help bring this show into existence. And one of those big uh, contributors and uh, uh, benefactors is Brownells. And we want to remind you that they help make this show possible. And we ask that you don't forget that Brownells with their 100% lifetime satisfaction guarantee is there for you anytime you have a problem. Like when you can't remove your taper pins from your new barrel to slip off the front side base and you now have to find a new barrel. So, With that in mind, we want to let you know that Brownells has a new program that's a customer loyalty program that provides a number of great benefits. It uh, allows you free shipping on all of your orders. Uh, They give you discounts on two-day and overnight shipping. Uh, they provide free return shipping, which is really helpful if you're, uh, trying to get through a, a lot of difficult decisions on a build and you find yourself with a lot of extra parts that, uh, you haven't been able to use or that you don't need. So that really kind of takes the cost and, uh, pain out of, uh, going through that process. And then finally, uh, they'll give you some special member only, uh, offers and discounts, which, you know, you can never beat that. So with that in mind, we want to ask that if you're going to shop for AR-15 parts that you do so at Brownells. And when you go to Brownells to buy those parts, you can help out the show by going to AR15podcast.com forward slash parts where we get just a little bit of assistance from Brownells by virtue of your efforts. So with that, we're going to take a minute and uh, then we'll come back with our interview of Josh Waldron. And, uh, we're back and, uh, with us right now is Josh Waldron, CEO and, uh, the force behind Silencer Code today. So, uh, Josh, tell me, uh, how are things going with you?
2: Things are great. Man. This company is so exciting. Um, I love coming. Oh, I get excited every morning when I wake up. Okay. I can't wait to get to work. Just you know, the right. kids real quick. <laughs>
1: I got to tell you, there's a whole lot of guys here that listen to the show, and uh, I know that they would uh, probably trade anything to be able to stand in your shoes for just a little while, any given day. Um, so listen, it's been a while since we've talked, and uh, in that time, we've had a whole nother shot show. We've gone out to your booth, and uh, you've got some amazing products, some of which we've acquired in the interim. But uh, I think one of the things that really is kind of uh, heating up is you guys have really a, a big movement here in Fight the Noise. And you're really stepping behind a big drive to make a 50-state gun trust available to uh, consumers of silencer products. Um, but before we kind of get into those big issues, can you tell me uh, what's the state of the industry right now? Well,
2: this, you know, the state of the industry is, it's it's going strong. There's still so much uh, runway for this industry to grow. Um, and uh, even the general firearms uh, industry is, is on the rise. You know, last year for a lot of people, uh, Silencer Co. grew um, quite a bit last year. Um, but but a lot of our competitors directly and indirectly, uh, you know, firearm community, um, manufacturers really took a dip. But overall, the industry is strong, and it's getting better every month. And, uh, we're seeing, you know, Silence Co. has record months every month. They're just continuing on that uphill growth.
0: You know? So it's, it's good.
1: Well, So we've noticed some of your competitors kind of falling by the wayside. Um, we've also noticed that there are some up-and-comers that are um, trying to come in with uh I guess they're they're touting innovations and advancements, and of course, I think uh, innovation has been one of the the principal reasons that uh, you guys came to our attention. Do you guys see that as just another day in the life, or is there something unique in that migration transition period in the industry that you find yourself in?
2: Well, I mean, there's. There, there's a cycle to business, whereas you know there, you know there's a, there's always a churn. And um, what happened is, is Silence Co. came into an existing industry and really shook things up. And we continued to shake things up to the point where we either caused an you know obsolescence. Uh, people had to start to adapt or change. And sometimes those adaptations didn't go over so well. Um, so we've seen a lot of our competitors drop off. Um, and we've seen some new people come in, and that's really the, the natural life cycle. Um, innovation is a term that's very loosely used in the firearms industry, as you are well aware, and it's always interesting to see um, uh, people that come in to the industry and say that they have this new design and, uh, or this new innovation or this new something or the other, um, and they're, they're so excited about this new stuff, this new thing, and it's exactly like what we've already done. And we're already on to the next thing. So, um, you know, I, I give, I wish them all the best of luck. But at the end of the day, um, you know, while they're chasing our tails, we're, we're creating the next level of stuff. So, um, uh, that, that's what's so fun about being uh, Silencer Co. Is, that, um, you know, we are we're a company that actually is built on innovation, not as a, we're, we're not a me-too company. We've never been a me-too company. So, that's uh, that's that's what I have to say about that.
1: Well, you know, I think one of the things that occurs to me when we look at these two big, um, campaigns that Silencer Co is behind and that I'm certain that, that you have a big hand in. Can you tell me what is it that has driven you to kind of strive to make silencers easier for consumers to get into? Is that, is that a personal matter? I mean, is that just a pragmatic business matter? Is there some, element of uh, you know the the love of the second amendment that that drives you can can you define it or is it is it even there to define is it something that's just behind it all
2: well i mean all of those things that you said are driving factors um obviously we love the second amendment uh, so we do everything that we can to help even issues that aren't our issues i mean i'm working with the NRA with the CSF with the NSSF, as much as I'm fair as much as I can, I I, I support my um, you know my lawmakers that that are the best for for protecting the Constitution. Uh, we we do all those things. Yes, that's a big driving factor. And um, you know I love silencers as well, and that's you know I want people to be able to buy them easier. But but really, it, it comes down to um, how important is mainstreaming a product. Well, to us, it's extremely important. It's uh, it's growth for our company. It's providing more jobs for our community. And it's, uh, you know, it's protecting the hearing of people all over the country. Um, and so that's really why we want to do this, because, you know, you can only get to a certain point. Um, and then you hit this thing called people don't want to wait for nine months to get something. Right. right. And so I think that we're um, uh, I think that what we're doing is, is we're really just trying to make the the we're trying to make it as easy as possible up to the point of the way, um, uh, the trusting, for um, if, if dealers can offer our website, if they can just spin their screen of their computer around and say, look, just get a trust right now and we can sell you this product right now. Um, you know, that's really a powerful thing. And we did, you know, that, that trust, the 50 state legal trust has been extremely successful. And, um, and I actually didn't realize how many we would sell. It's just been crazy. and uh, But that's a really powerful thing for a dealer that's never been able to make a sale like right when somebody comes in that is just learning about silencers right then for the first time. Oh, you can buy these? These are legal? Yeah, but you have to go get a trust or you have to go get fingerprints and photo IDs. But any solution was that guy leaving that store. Right. And then it and then it created all of this time for this guy to either forget about, do, you know, buying or or you know, choosing to go to a different dealer or you know all of these things where that dealer was in sales, and then or, or just after the guy looked into it, he's just like, yeah, I don't know, this is too complicated, and you just go away. Um, now we have the ability for, uh, you know, either someone to just log on to our website and do it from the comfort of their home, or they can walk into a dealer and the dealer can log onto to our website and say, look, if you make this, if you uh, get this trust, you can print it. Now I have a notary on staff. I'll notarize it. And we can get, you, we can get you taken care of right now. It keeps that guy in there. That's a pretty powerful tool. It makes it a lot easier.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, I think that's a good segue into really the, the thing that drove me to reach out to you guys. And it it's the, the 50 state trust. And we've had a number of listeners who've, um, emailed me and, uh, you know, I don't know if, uh, you recall from our last, uh, interview, but, you know, I practice law here in Texas and, uh, this is something I know something about. And, you know, you just can't give somebody some off the cuff response because I don't have any information. And so I wanted to basically reach out to you guys and talk about this. Okay. So, Tell me about the development of the 50-state trust. I mean, was there a moment in time where somebody inside the company sat down and said, you know, this is a great idea. Let's make a trust and make it available to our listeners. Or is there some other origin story that comes behind this?
2: No, it really is about, I mean, we we try to analyze the entire market and say, how can we make this entire process easier because it's, Silencers are the, the most difficult consumer product in the world to buy. I mean, I, I, you tell me one other thing that you have to go through so much crap to get a silencer and so much weight and all this kind of stuff. So we needed to, we need to really, you know, offer something that allows it to be a more enjoyable experience. So we start thinking about all those things. What can we do? What can we do? Those are just a natural progression to say, well, let's get into this trust thing. Um, so you know, we found the attorney that um, uh, has—he's the guy that maintains and uh, updates and 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 uh, makes that legal side of it happen. And we offer the the software all, on our website, and that's that's what we do. So um, you know, that's that's really all it comes down to. We we offered it at a price that, and we you know, we split the the revenue. And already, so we're not. It's not like we're making a killing on this stuff, but we're allowing more people. We believe this is something we believe in. Right. Or we want people to get trust, so they can trust, so that they can get products easier. That's that's a really important equation for our industry. So, um, what better way to make it easy and affordable? And um, one hundred and thirty bucks. It just covers the you know, bare the bare bones of being able to do this.
1: So. Tell me about the legal guidance and, and you know, I think to me, you know, my knee jerk is, all right, I know that there is a commonality among a majority of the states, but not every state follows that leading approach to certain legal matters. And so you always have the guys that are going to kind of march to the beat of their own drum as a state. Was it, was it a big, Um, internal development process to get to the point where you guys and your council were comfortable walking into 50 different markets with one product and not having to have heartburn every night when you lay your head down about whether or not someone's going to come back and have a problem. Um, Yeah, it took,
2: it took a lot of, uh, it took a lot of development time. Um, and we missed several launch dates because of, that very reason i mean we really wanted it to make it perfect in it and uh and it did take a lot a lot of effort and it was months and months of, uh, of, uh, of research and, and being able to allow that you know product to exist now you know a lot of there's a lot of naysayers especially attorneys that want business that we're taking from them um uh, that post online and they're very vocal and uh and, you know what I have to say about that and to answer those guys is like, hey, listen, we're not trying to be the, the perfect uh, trust for everybody. That's not what we're intending to be. What we intend to be is a trust that works, mm-hmm. that has worked, that works every day, that gets approvals all the time. And uh, that's what we want it to, to, to be. So we use this trust with somebody in a lot of different places, that, and it works. And that's really what – we're not getting any denials from the NFA branch. So this is a proven product that works, that uh, uh, that that is inexpensive. Now, if somebody wants to tailor it to their own specific estate planning needs and all of that kind of stuff, then, yeah, I think that maybe you should look a little bit deeper into uh, what it is that you're looking for as far as a gun trust goes. But if you want a gun trust that, buys, that, that can buy an NFA product and that works – Hundred
1: thirty bucks. It's yours. Well, you know, I would tell you that really the only thing that that ever comes or it, 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 you know, I've drafted NFA trusts. I don't think that it's a place that you can really make a living out of because, frankly, many of our customers don't want to pay me to draft one for them. In fact, what they would prefer to do is get you know, uh, whatever the willmaker program is and do one of theirs. But that hasn't been looked at by an attorney. It hasn't been put through the ringer. And a lot of times people make mistakes that they're, you're going to make because you're not a lawyer. But, I, you know, I, I don't know that an attorney really has likes to stand on when he says you're taking, you know, food out of his mouth because I don't think that's where the, the margins are. Actually, I think it's divorce, but, you know, that's – <laughs> yeah
2: right. <laughs> but um, it, it, but, but it's funny because there's a lot of people that are, are really uh, they are trying to make a living on that, and that's the one. Those are the ones that are the, the most upset with this. But yeah. you know, and they and they try to say things that they don't know anything about. They don't they don't understand that we have a partner who is an attorney that's doing this mm-hmm. with us, right? So. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it 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 really comes down to the fact that. If you have good counsel, and if your counsel is um, going to do the hard work of 50 state compliance, and you know by golly you can't you can't ignore that. And when you get to the point where um, he's put his credentials and his <laughs> his malpractice on the line to say that it's ready, and you guys are standing behind it too, then I think that says a lot for the process. Obviously, if you hadn't done that, it would be a different story but you know that's a, it's a pretty big hurdle and I don't know that anybody really understands but I imagine that you have a very good idea how hard that attorney or his staff worked to get you to this place
2: yeah and there's just no human humanly possible way to do as many gun trusts as we have done since the launch by just you know an attorney cranking out documents You know, right. we're, we're doing thousands of these of these and and that's isn't that really what we want? Is more people with silencers? I mean, because the more people that have the silencers, the more the bigger voice that we have, and the more mainstream they become, and the easier they are to buy. And you know, there's that's the grand vision. It's
1: not. Yeah. So. Well, and you know, for all of the individuals that would say that uh, they don't want you to get into that market uh, to do those things, I guess they kind of. Uh, Belies the fact that they probably aren't all that interested in laws changing so that you can buy these over the counter, which I bet you'd give up uh, all the future years of revenue of a gun trust market just so you could have a body of law come into being that says that we could walk into the local hardware store and buy your cans any day we wanted.
2: Yeah, that'd be amazing.
1: Um, Are there any things that you have discovered about where you are in the industry now that you have this product out there now that it's available and it's selling. I mean, you said the demand was far more than you expected. I mean, kind of tell me about the surprises that, um, you, you've come across that you you don't think you would have known about except for this effort.
2: Well, I mean, the, the surprise is just the sheer quantity of how many that we've done and how fast it's taken off. Um, you know, I think that we have a pretty st- strong uh, marketing machine um, and, uh, and I think that we'll, you know, when we release the product we sell a lot of them uh, but this is, uh, this is one of those things that just really just took off and, and we've, seen, we've seen some really fun residual things that have happened like you know, people are coming to our website so they're buying more merchandise now because they're already there and there's things like that that's been really fun it's been surprising so it's, you know, I think that a lot of people were going to. One of the problems with attorneys, and I'm sure that you can relate to this, <laughs> is that when somebody doesn't have one on retainer, they don't know what, who to go to. Do right. they go to, the, to their their neighbor that's like, hey, I'm an attorney? Do they, you know, look in the yellow pages that don't exist anymore? I mean, like, there, there's actually a barrier to entry that's kind of intimidating for people like. unfortunately I am of the type of person that pays tens of thousands of dollars to attorneys every month and um, and so it was a little easier for me to find an attorney when I needed one for to write the trust stuff for us but um, but there's that barrier that, that really intimidates people so we're getting this, this is actually increasing sales of silencers because there's a lot of people that are like oh perfect I didn't know which trust to get I can just get this one, and I can like, it. and if it doesn't work, then it, works. it's 130 bucks. Right. It's a good, it's a good test, right? But it it does work, and that's the thing is like, people are very pleasantly surprised, and then they start ordering silencers, and uh, so our sales have increased, our merchandise sales from the website has increased, and the sheer numbers of how many people have bought trust is, it, it's, it's pretty pretty impressive.
1: Now I know that uh, the. It's always fun for me as an interviewer to be able to ask a question that's a little tough for an interviewee to, to answer but would you be okay selling your trust if they're going to buy somebody else's can? Oh, hell yeah. bet <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now I think that's a that's an awesome answer. Well, hey, listen, I wanted to to have you tell me about Fight the Noise and and what you're striving for with your campaign.
2: Well, When Silence for Go started um, in 2008, we really did a lot of research about the industry and about um, what we're up against as far as the government is concerned. And and that's when we really started getting into the legal sides of things with, uh, you know, we're a co-founder of the ASA, American Suppressor Association, Um, and we've done a lot of education and advocacy along the way. But up until this point, we've focused all of our advocacy mostly on, you know, kind of... Hush hush lobbying. You know, we really don't want to tip our hand. Um, and uh, and then the education aspect with printing the silencers or legal booklets that we've now have over 200,000 in circulation. We've done things like that to really spread the uh, the you know the the education of, of suppressor legality uses benefits things like that. Well, now we've done that for five years and we've got the base that we can take. And create a movement. Um, We're we're taking it to the next level. Now we're protesting. Now we've got the people behind us and the voices behind us, where we really didn't have those voices before. It was such an obscure market that if we if we came out of the shoot with fight the noise campaign five years ago, the liberals would have shut us down um, because we just didn't have the clout. Now we do. Now we have the voices. Now we have the power. We've got all of the organizational back um, uh, behind us with the NRA and the NSF, uh, NSSF, and, and uh, they're behind silencers, and because they're common sense, they're safer, um, makes a gun safer. It's a, it's a safety product. It's hearing safety, and people uh, are more comfortable um, shooting with suppressors. So um, now we're protesting, and that's really what it's about. Is It's, it's who will put their money where their mouth is. Who will step up and actually do the calls to action that we are asking them to do? And we're finding those people by the thousands as we have people sign up for this movement. Um, When you sign up, you get uh, the tape that you can take your own pictures with the tape over in your mouth, and you can do all of these things. You can write your lawmakers. There's going to be a series of things that you do to become an advocate. Now, obviously, we're going to reward those people that do... um, those calls to action with different things along the way, whether it's contest giveaways, uh, swag, all that kind of stuff. But it's it, it's a, it's a social movement, and that's really what we wanted to do with it. Um, I think that there's a lot of questions that remain unanswered with our government and uh, with the uh, suppressive uh, manner at which they um, regulate this industry. And we're fighting it head on.
1: Do you think that? you're helped or inspired in any way by other nations who are in some ways even more draconian about gun laws but who have absolutely no problems with suppressors
2: yeah we have we're so behind the curve i mean it's like the only thing about the gun industry that we're behind the curve on is silencers i mean you go anywhere else if you can if you can buy a gun even though the You're saying it's very difficult, like the UK. I mean, buying a gun in the UK is very difficult, but yet if you go out there and hunt and you don't have a suppressor, they look at you like you're rude. Like, how dare you? And, um, I mean, that's a a real deal. um, And the reason being is that although they weren't illegal, and they never have been in most states, um, they were so restrictive since 1934 because the tax money was actually quite expensive in 1934, two hundred dollars is like thirty-five hundred bucks in today's value. Um, that the people assumed that they were illegal, and then, you, and then you add on top of that the, uh, the Hollywood perception of what they are, and nobody really—it it just gave this very difficult um, persona to overcome. But I think that we're making huge strides in the right direction. I mean, um, you know, they're. And, and it shows by by being the, the fastest-growing segment of the shooting sports industry. Um,
1: so do you think that there's a real chance that your efforts are going to be able to get legislation through the, the you know, legislative branch and have it be uh, signed into law?
2: Yeah, I do. I really
1: do. Tell me about your efforts with that.
2: Well, you know, right now we're we're drafting language, um, uh, and we're trying to get it into the right. Uh, we have yes, we do have a long ways to go, but we've got a window of two years, this session and next next uh, year, where we can get this done. And I think that we can. And with uh, with who it is that we're getting behind us and the language that we're drafting to move. Uh, Silencers from the NFL registry. Um, I do think that we have a better chance uh, in the next two years than we might have ever. Again. So we're hitting it hard. And Do I think that it's possible? Yes, I
1: do. Now, me, myself, knowing what the law is here in Texas, and this being something you brought up earlier in our conversation, many states do not independently have laws which legalize or make illegal the possession of suppressors, what they typically have is uh, a rubber stamp uh, essentially that says, well, if you have what the feds say you need, then you're okay. But if you don't, then they're illegal. Are you now beginning to really kind of fan out across the country to get these states um, in the chute? so you can begin the efforts to make those transitions, or are you still a little ways off from that?
2: No, we're taking all of the, the appropriate uh, precautions and, and uh, steps to make sure that if we do remove the... It's like you were saying. There's lots of states that say in their constitution that if, uh, the, the silencers are illegal unless they are approved by the NFA branch. So if you remove the NFA branch... Uh, from the equation, then all of a sudden they become illegal, um, and uh, so we're we're going through those state by state to to make sure that that um, that's taken care of before we ever do this kind of thing. Um, and and the, the the way that the federal law will be drafted, the language that we're drafting in the bill would have the preemptive uh, uh, basically uh, clause in there. So yeah, you know, it's very easy to 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 think that you can you know, to dream up these broad brush kind of things that you can do to remove, you know, to, but there's so many nuances in, that are involved that makes it difficult. So we've got a lot of very good minds on this situation.
1: Kind of the law of unintended consequences, right?
2: Yeah, totally, right? So um, how do
1: you how do you envision this helping the industry? I mean, are you seeing a day where a silencer is a consumer product that doesn't have – these restrictions at all, where you can buy toothpaste as well as you can buy a hammer as well as you can buy a suppressor?
2: You know, I don't think that it's going to ever be to the point where, uh, and never say never, but I don't think that it's going to go so far to where it's just an unregistered, or not registered but a background check kind of a product. I think that it will always be treated like a handgun, mostly because if you take tax away, then you must give tax back somewhere the government is very unlikely to just go away with taxes. So if they take away a $200 tax stamp, then they're going to want an excise tax, which is going to be treated like a firearm, like a bomb gun or something. Right. That's how I see it playing out. Now, I might be wrong. I am not um, a lawmaking expert, as I have just started this endeavor a few years ago, but that's how I in my best um,
1: estimation. Well, so out. tell me about where you guys are as a, as a company... Um, where the industry is that you you find yourself. Um, what's the future hold for you guys? I see you've got some. I mean, you're kind of branching out into some areas, making new products. Is it the the scorpion that you guys are starting to try to figure out how to attach your cans to? And I mean, yeah.
2: Well, the scorpion's a fun product. I mean, it's it's just a. Um, I love it when people are like, yeah, I've got this new cool subgun idea and they talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, but yet they never ship it. It's like vaporware. And then CZ comes out and says, yes, we got one too. Here it is. And they ship it like crazy. So it's, for, for that reason, I love it. But, um, but it's a $500 gun, right? Or, well, that's, you know, price on it anyways, but so, but yeah, we've already got the adapter for it. Uh, and it's, it's a fun gun. I mean, I've got one in the trunk of my my car just because it's a fun trunk gun. Um, So we're doing a lot of stuff. But, you know, really what it comes down to is we want to be a shooting enhancement company. We want to enhance the experience of shooting. Um, So so everything that we think of, uh, we need to make sure that that's what it is. We don't want to do anything that's just, oh, we're going to do this just because. Um, We want to make the experience. We want to bring technology that people only dream of into the actual real world. And, uh, and that's really where we're heading. This company.
1: So I guess to that degree, you guys still try to keep the best minds, the brightest engineers, the, um, wildest thinkers on staff and doing work for silencer co so you can keep ahead of the eight ball and keep making these great things.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, that's one of our departments that we, uh, research and development, I just hired five new engineers last week. So, you know, for a company of 150 or 180 employees, that's a lot of people to just add in one department in one day. But, you know, I, I had some really good interviews that I flew, of, I flew out of the state and interviewed some people and got some, some of the brightest minds in the country to come, come here. So we're, we're getting into some really fun stuff
1: it sounds like things are just kind of banging on all eight cylinders out there at Silencer Co., maybe uh, one of these days you can let us come out there and uh, take a tour of the facilities.
2: Uh, you're welcome to come out any time.
1: Well, I tell you what, I, uh, I want to respect your time. I do appreciate you coming and talking to us. I know our listeners appreciate everything you guys do, and I know personally I enjoy all of the products of yours that I do have, and so... Um, I want to say thank you. Say thank you very much. Thank
2: you, I appreciate it.
1: Well, um, with that, we'll let Josh go, and uh, if uh, you'll bear with me, we'll be right back to wrap it up. Bye, everybody. Uh, I really want to let you know that I enjoyed that interview with Josh Walden uh, I think he is a uh, a pretty uh, dynamic uh, business leader and executive and uh, I, I think we all owe Josh a, a special thanks because at a time when he could be focusing strictly on the bottom line he 's taking a minute to go out into uh, the political world and trying to help exert some influence on the people who have influence over what it is we get to do with our sport in this industry. So, uh, you know, you can show that appreciation by signing up for the uh, uh, fight the noise program and uh, get in on the movement. So, with that, let's move on to this week's Otis Technology giveaway. Now, we've uh had a uh, random drawing of all of you guys that have uh gone on to the uh Facebook site and uh Michael Sheldon is the winner of a grab bag of awesome uh, Otis Technology uh, cleaning components and tools. So, I'll assemble that grab bag for Michael and have that in the mail to you shortly. And Chad uh, Godin is the winner of last week's um, MSR cleaning kit. So, Chad, we've touched base, and we're going to get that out to you as well. So, guys, we really appreciate you uh, uh, getting excited about the contest. And uh, for those of you that don't know, we want to remind you that the fine folks at Otis Technology have sent over a mountain of rifle maintenance tools and cleaning kits for the AR-15 and AR-10. And we've been tasked with giving them away. So we want you to watch out for the special posts on Facebook and Instagram to get a chance to win some of the awesome products made by Otis Technology. We'll give away a complete MSR cleaning kit in either 556 or 762 in the middle of each month up until Christmas when we'll give away a complete Otis Technology Elite Cleaning System to one lucky listener. So, during those alternating weeks, we'll be giving away a host of Otis tools and cleaning supplies. So, guys, step on up and get in line for some fine Otis technology kit. Okay, so... We are going to skip the feedback portion of the show. We're trying some new things here at the podcast. We will be retaining the feedback segment, but we are going to reserve those to the times when we sit down with the hosts and go through a show and have our more interactive podcasts. So with that, we're going to go ahead and close out tonight's show and uh, let you guys get finished a little earlier. I know that my, uh, Interest in talking forever and ever sometimes runs us a little late. So uh, I want to remind you that you can send us any questions or comments to feedback at AR15podcast.com. You can also send us a recorded voicemail by using the speak pipe plugin on the right-hand side of the AR15 Podcast website. Subscribe and listen to the AR15 Podcast for free at iTunes or on Stitcher. And leave us a review so that the show can be placed higher in the searches for potential listeners. Share your pics with us on Instagram at at AR15Podcast and tag your pictures with hashtag AR15Podcast. And you can follow us on Google Plus to watch us live at plus.google.com plus AR15Podcast. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash C for channel forward slash AR15Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash AR-15 podcast. Check out the other great podcasts on the Firearms Radio Network. If we aren't your cup of tea exactly, I'm sure you can find it there. Don't forget to use our Brownells affiliate link for all of your AR-15 parts and needs at ar15podcast.com forward slash parts. And finally, we want you to... Also remember that everything else that is a part of your life is sold by Amazon, and if you go there to buy it, you can do so through the firearmsradio.tv and ar15podcast.com websites, uh, which will help the show and the network out with the resources it takes to put these great podcasts up for your listening pleasure. So with that, we want you guys to have a great week. Until next week, we'll talk to you later.
0: Are you looking for an extraordinary daily carry option? Look no further. Car Arms is giving away a P9 with night sights right here on the Firearms Radio Network. It's Car's EDC drawing. To enter, simply become a Patreon of any Firearms Radio Network show. Current patrons are automatically entered. But wait, there's more. Keybar. Hellbent holsters. Alien gear holsters precision ear and more have ponied up to enhance your EDC loadout. See all of these awesome prizes and more ways to enter at firearmsradio.tv slash EDC. This has been a production of the Firearms Radio Network. You can find more information at firearmsradio.tv.